Some people listen to themselves rather than listen to what others say. These people don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that once you set out on a path, even though critics may doubt you, it's okay to believe that there is no can't, won't, or impossible. They remind us that it's okay to believe impossible is nothing. This is a Spinecrackers alert. We have a addendum to the previous episode. That was Take it away, Paul. We just wanted to all apologize because last episode with Julie being on, uh, we got to do that because our friend Ben uh, recommended her to come on. And we forgot to mention it. I think we were like just kind of feeling stuff out at the beginning of last episode. It's nerve-wracking having a new person. Just forgot. Yeah, we just all like collectively forgot to mention Ben. So shout outs to Ben, Ben Shore, follow Ben. Bookshore. Bookshore. Bookshore on oh, YouTube. Bookshore. Ben Shore. Bookshore on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you, Ben, for facilitating that lovely uh, discussion that we had with Julie, who uh, uh, that was a great episode. And now, yes. back to the original Broadcast ended. What's I up, wish everybody? I had a, one of those big, weird mics. I feel like I've said this before. You have but, like, so many mics, dude, don't you? I know, but I want like an old-timey I want something to come oh, down like from review the bra. ceiling. Oh, like wait, what do you mean? Like oh, you like if oh, like uh, like no, Review Bra has radios. Yeah, Review well, Bra he, does I think ham he uses radio. like a special like weird old timey but modern mic. To yeah, his, uh, he probably does his shortwave radio show. Yeah, he yeah. Probably I does. mean, he is he is like a sort of nineteen fifties emulator, at least in style. You know, it feels like that's kind of his whole thing. Yeah, that is his whole thing. But he he does wear exclusive <laughs> emulator suits. <laughs> yeah, he is. He he buys suits on eBay that are from the nineties only. Yeah. How do you know he's they're like, from the nineties? Because I've listened to a lot of his podcasts and he's talked about where he gets his clothes and he talks about he like complains about how um, there's not enough nineties clothing on eBay anymore because he's people have been he's bought him he's, he's bought, bought him he's bought everything. <laughs> is he's he like he's like so he's mm, he's like the Project M character of a fifties guy, but also sort of like Rick Astley. What is Project, what is what Project M? I know what Rick Astley is, but what's Project M? Project M was like a, a, a Super Smash Brothers melee unofficial replica with like new oh, characters that got oh, right, okay. that got super popular and then got nuked because it was um, with okay. copyright. Oh, speaking of, uh, for our um, for our gamer audience out there, we're we're 
we're ending the Soulsborne arc uh, in terms of show references. We are going to keep doing, we are going to finish the, the boss tier lists. Because um, we're, Matt, are you done with Elden Ring yet, dude? No. Oh my God, come on, bro. Like books, <laughs> I'm slow. Um, well, well, we'll do part two at least uh, in the next few weeks. But in terms of references on the show, we're moving on from Dark Souls and the Souls-like, Souls-born, I should say. And um, we're on to Overwatch now because I, uh, I got Overwatch and uh, it, I'm, uh, I've reawakened the competitive shooter bug in myself. And, this is uh, an exciting moment for me in particular because I can be in on some references. <laughs> right. And I yeah. love Overwatch and this is fun. Yeah. yeah I love what's Gabe, Gabe likes to date himself on, on voice chat by being just like, I was good at Halo, Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> I, I, was good at, I was good at the original Halo, but I'm bad at Overwatch. I'm not bad. I can, I'm okay. I'm decent. You're improving. I'm improving. I'm on, a, I'm on a journey. You know what I mean? So. But here, look. The people. This is the people want the the the, the topic of today's discussion to be. Which said, is um, we have limited time for the non the non. Right. Okay. Money. Sorry. 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 We'll talk about Overwatch for the for the people who pay to hear us talk about books. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Full betrayal. Yeah. No. We're, I'm kidding for everybody. Anyway. Yeah. We're talking about um, uh, Nicholas Mosley's 1968 novel Impossible Object today. Um, published in this edition, at least, by Dalkey Archive, the famous publisher of obscure good books, I guess, right? I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what their full, like, mission statement as a publisher is, but seems to be, like, for, like, yeah, undervalued, smart books. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even notice that there was a yep. Joseph McElroy blurb on the back of this one. I didn't mm. even, I didn't even see Mine's that. Mine's in the front. Oh, yours is Which one do you have, Paul? I have the same one as Matt. This oh, one. I have a different one than you both, I guess. Okay. Joyce Keller, Carol Oates has the the blurb at the front, actually, on this one. The first page when you open it is McElroy. We had some, uh, for the uh, for the non-paying, we had some JCO discourse on the uh, Discord a couple of days ago. So uh, if you want to get in on that, you can join the Spinecrackers Discord by becoming a patron of the show. For as little as two smackaroos a month. Uh, or, also, she's um, got a Twitter, and just look at that. Yeah, no, but I mean, if you want to talk about it with us. True, yeah, if you want you to know, know you can uh, You can go to patreon.com slash spinecrackers and join for uh, two Overwatch coins a month. Um, <laughs> which is like yeah. $700. Which is like $800. <laughs> yeah. fucking you can open up the loot box that is our Discord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it is like a loot box in the sense that you never fucking know what you're going to get every morning right. when you go it in just, there. It's, it's duds a lot of the time and duplicates. <laughs> duplicates. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, this was uh, your pick, Matt, right? The, yes. This book. So what's your... Uh, explain yourself, I suppose. Well, I actually, this is one that uh, was instigated by the Discord. Um, a couple, uh, you know, Echo basically had stated, you know, that. Who has a YouTube channel, uh, Echoes of Lost Libraries, a great YouTube channel. That's right, really good. Um, a person whose tastes I respect and listen to. So uh, we, love our, was, we love our Discordians. We love our patrons. He was yes. talking, talking this one up, uh, and uh, I saw it was published by Dalkey. Um, and that you, you had, love you love Nazis, 
I love Nazis, which I didn't find out until later, but who knows what deeper magnetisms are I think I think it's actually even more disturbing that you didn't know. Yeah, I can sniff it out. Someone's just attracted to it. Nicholas Mosley was not as Nazi. His dad was a fascist. Yeah. For those of who don't know, Nicholas Mosley is the son of famous British fascist party leader Oswald Mosley. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's really the, the, the whole of it. It's just like someone said it was really, really fucking good and I trusted them and I went and got it and we'll never trust them again. <laughs> just kidding. So unless you'll have to wait and see. Yeah. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> um, this book was so rare. I know you guys got it really quick, but I, I, it took me like three and a half book a well, year or <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it took me three and a half books. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? It took three and a half uh, weeks to get. <laughs> no, this. Uh, yeah, this I had. It, no, no, no. I didn't get mine quickly. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it, really? It, no, I. It took. I mean, I ordered it quickly, but it. It took. It didn't get here for a little while. Cause yeah, this is a. This one's a bit of a. Uh, you know, a bit elusive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't yeah. have a good story. Also, as to why. also another thing Matt has a fucking propensity for is picking books that are out of print that there's three copies on Amazon of that are thirty dollars. Well, whatever. So what? you can blame Echo for that. So I quit the shows. So that's what. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so yeah, Matt. Uh, next order of business, I suppose, is what's this? What is this book about? I'm, what is it, what's going on here? What's going on, my dude? Uh, it's what are books? What is this book? <laughs> I believe this book falls under the maybe modernism label. Uh, it's is it a, a little late for modernism? Sixty eight. Slightly. I feel like there's a trickle of it still, though. Oh. And Mosley had been writing prior to this one, um, but this is a book about I don't know, man. Like loosely, like a. a like th- there's like this just love say triangle. It. Just say it. Sex and death. Sex and death and war. <laughs> Sex and death and war. Shout out Cliff. Uh, this is a very this is a very Cliffy book. The impossible object. It, you know, that's cr- an, a little hint about how Gabe feels about this book. Yeah. True. 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 <laughs> the impossible object. You know, crudely put, is like love and you know sustaining it with a a person in like a in this case like sort of male-female relationship that seems to repeat in a series of short stories uh, but with like roles switched around there's like a new every well, time these so people kind of reincarnate and there's like a new uh, or they like progress through time and th- but there's like a new observer yeah it's a, it's a different narrator for each little vignette yeah. right and they're they're uh, they're kind of strung together by these italicized uh, like surreal short even shorter short stories, like little things that um, kind of tee them up or like would those, would that Would those count as like, what's microfiction? I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> it's probably, these are probably too long to be microfiction. They're like two or three pages, I guess. So it's probably still a short story. Yeah. My and Twitter the, and is they... microfiction. <laughs> no, yeah. twi- no tw- Paul, your Twitter is nanofiction. Nanofiction, dude. Like it, nanobots. Like it's smaller. Yeah, it's even generation. smaller than micro. 
Yeah. That reminds me of the episode of Wesley Crusher creates nanobots. It reminds me of um, it reminds me of Sombra uh, hacking me for 40 dam- 40% plus damage and uh, Overwatch. <laughs> Sombra sucks. <laughs> Fuck Sombra. Uh, uh, the official position of Spine Crackers is Nerf Sombra. Nerf Sombra. <laughs> Hashtag Nerf Sombra. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, it just looks at this, uh, this situation of a kind of and romantic the- love through different angles and uh short stories and then there's like the sh- the micro fiction that kind of is the connective tissue uh it's more like disconnective tissue because it has nothing to do with anything most of them right like well thematically but like it's <laughs> it's not directly related to the to the story because like i think i mean i think it's there to like too. to like just do the work that wasn't maybe able to be done in the stories themselves Mm. or to tee up kind of like through a different um, kind of style. Yeah. uh, The same themes that then appear in the following piece. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. This is a very, I think this is at the very least one of the big positives I can say about it is a very considered structurally Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of book. So, yeah. And there's basically like, there's basically three characters, right? There's a man, his wife and his mistress, right? And then yeah. there's there's one there's one story that's told from the perspective of just like a third party guy who who like sees the and none of the characters are named, right? Um, right? Am yeah, I right no. about that. And then yeah. uh, and then there's one of the one of the vignettes that is told from the perspective of a third party who sees the the man and his mistress. And his mistress, I guess, his, I guess the mistress's husband is another character. I, although I don't think we ever like are in his perspective, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but I, f- I don't know if I'm misremembering because I'm, I'm the furthest out. You two finished it somewhat recently, and I'm mm-hmm. like a week and a half out, so I can't remember if there's um, that observer, the one who's like in the bar. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of that story. Um, um, I think that's called. I'll, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Sorry. I think it, I think that one's called Public House. Yes. Um, I can't remember if... Because if, he, he is observing them and like he is an author who's trying to write about love and using them as this exemplum of, of some, some theory of love that he's trying to like expand upon in his writing. And then right. I feel like he's, he... It says that he goes to like Italy and then south africa and then i don't know if he reappears as well he does Uh, he meets them he meets them on the beach presumably the beach that they're on in the final story the sea right right? um so he does reappear uh but but that's in that same story that's in public house he recalls seeing them again later on a beach um in i forget where it's a very it's a very like uh hazy narrative or if you can even call it a narrative like it's it's very like surreal as matt said it's very like floaty you know what i mean and 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 kind of it's hard to keep track of again because there's no names it's hard to keep track of who's narrating and 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 the time the time is chopped up um i think more or less um well i think although it kind of flows i think it flows more or less in chronological order right the 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 stories yeah and I mean, I think, like, the structure itself is just supposed to be that sort of magic triangle, which is in, like, the first page. It's, like, right here, this thing. It's an M.C. Escher drawing, isn't it? 
I don't know. Is it an Escher drawing? I, I think I, it's just I a, think, well, an illusion. Well, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like a famous, it's the famous triangle that's like, it's the impossible triangle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is a, so, which is a very, very, very subtle, not obvious reference to uh, uh, two people who are married and one of them is cheating with a third person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the classic love triangle as we know it. Um, but I, 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 I've, I was trying to remember if the book was structured in such a way where there is that impossibility element where, like, uh, it's actually, like, at some point there's a contradiction in who's with who or who oh, is narrating okay. one. Yeah, I don't know if you guys read for that or saw that at all or noticed No, that's it. interesting. I didn't I didn't think to look for that, but I think that's a really interesting question, uh, and, and it, maybe, it, maybe it does exist and it will emerge in our discussion. Where were you saying that you thought the point of view changed, like, within stories sometimes? Yeah, like the the three kind of unnamed personages that resh- I thought they like reshuffled in a way that was almost like didn't make sense. Well, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I I felt like I was able to keep it more or less stable in my mind, although it was slippery. But I guess I didn't I didn't take it to that extreme. Uh, that you did, Matt, in terms of like the there, it's actually like fully swapping, like personages um, and identities and stuff. Like I, I just kind of left it at the level of like the narrative swapping, which is kind of surface level because that's obviously happening through the stories. But I think this interpretation is interesting because one of the themes that comes out later in the book is the guy. Um, the what do we call him? What do we even fucking call these people? The guy, the man, and the, the woman, like the man. His um, wife and his mistress. Well, so let's say, yeah, the man, wife, mistress, right? Yeah. And then we'll, yeah, yeah. okay. And so, her husband. And, and then her husband. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Easy. Um, yeah, easy, very easy. And then the bar guy. The time uh, cube. Yeah, the t- it's the fucking time it's cube. A tesser- it's a tesseract dude, fucking it's book. It's time cube. But um, anyway, the, the man um, is writing a, over the course of the stories, is like, He's a war veteran, presumably from World War II, and he's writing a biography or a book on Nietzsche, and he becomes, which is very cliff, and and becomes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm going to harp on this a little bit th- this evening, folks. It's okay. Bring the philosophy chops because I'm, I'm we're weaker on this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going <clears> to. <throat> I'm not going to bring the chops uh, in terms of like assessing, but ba- but basically he becomes obsessed with this idea of. The uh, eternal return, which is yeah. one of Nietzsche's big ideas of, about how, you know, everything is not cyclical per se, but like kind of like spiraling back on itself in like slowly move in a slowly moving way. Right. Like everything comes back. Everything is um, recurrent uh, and, and iterative. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's a plausible way to read Mosley's view of essentially male female relationships right yeah um, and we'll have to talk at some point about like whether or not he's objectionably reductive and and you know that kind of stuff but do you want to just go through the stories in order then and maybe we'll we'll see if through reading talking about them whether or not there's some sort of like yeah i think that's a good idea because like it's, it's interesting like one of the things i was gonna that i wanted to talk about and we were already talking about it is like whether or not you because even like reading poking around like goodreads reviews and shit of this book pe- there are some people who just like 
just refer to it as a novel, and then there are people who refer to it as a short story collection, and then there are yeah. people... So, like, it's very hard to classify in that way, and I wasn't even sure... Because I sort of was reading it as a novel with chapters, right? But you're talking about stories already, so there's maybe, like, a... We, we approached it differently, and I think that really might change the way you interact with this text, is how you viewed it in the reading, like, as a novel or as collection of stories yeah i definitely read it as a as a collection of stories they just felt overall just like mood setting and disjointed and didn't totally flow within mm-hmm. within to each other next you know yeah um, see i got a narrative i got a, a something of a narrative but i just got both where like i think the experientially it's it's short stories but yeah you know they just like this fucking perspectively impossible triangle at the beginning, I thought they're supposed to loop back. You know, they're supposed it's literally supposed to just be that shape and connect that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is the it, way, is the this way like a direct le- reference to like the girl dying in the first story and then their baby dying at the end? I'm well, but then there's, amb- sure. there's ambiguity about whether the girl did die, right? Yeah, and also that was a sh- short story that the the man at the in the last short story was supposed to have written in reference to the reality of the situation which might have been different right because yeah like i think this the, the first story which is called uh, there's a lot of meta textual stuff and like there's references to like characters places in the story and you don't know if it's like a meta like just like the the generalized the story of my life or like the story that the reader is currently reading right like so there's a lot of kind of meta references uh you know really i think the book is organized like a uh, serpensky gasket um like 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 infinite jest yeah that's the joke that was the joke (laughs) yeah yeah okay yeah no but this is not fractal because this is this is much simpler in a way yeah it's uh but it's more impossible right it's more impossible. Impossible object. Impossible is nothing also, impossible. though, which I think is yeah, a huge true. theme. I think a yeah. huge theme is uh, uh, this uh, This is a great time to talk about our sponsor uh, for the show, Nike. Uh, Nike <laughs> uh, makes gra- uh, great uh, uh, shoes. No, no, I'm kidding. We're not sponsored. And they just do it. Yeah, and they just do it. And, and impos- or wait, was Impossible is nothing Nike? I think so. Or was it like a I thought we made that up playing Halo. No, we, we, is you that a real we, thing? Paul, that was that like was an ad campaign. Are you serious? I think it was Nike. No, I think about it. Look it up. I don't remember. Anyway, was, Nike, was this book was Quench Your Thirst something oh, we came up with? In Halo? <laughs> was just do it something we came <laughs> up when we were uh, playing video games together? I think Shia LaBeouf said it when he was. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. made he made it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Adidas. Oh, okay. Adidas. Right. Adidas. That makes sense. That makes sense. Nike has never wavered from just do it. Yeah. Why would they? It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. It's the strongest. And it fits with their logo, the J. Okay, well, let's talk. Yeah, you see that as a J? Well, it could be if you flip it and, and invert it, I guess, right? <laughs> if you put your thang down, flip it to reverse it, it's a J, and it's just do it. All right, let's talk about these fucking, uh, these, this book here. All right, so Family Game is the first story. I Do you have anything to say? I've, I've forgotten now the first sort of italicized bit. Yeah, um, that's going to be something I think that we're just going to have to kind of like periodically go back through because, I mean, this first one, again, just kind of like sets the the tone for some of the themes about, you know, like the first line is, you know, you know how love flourishes in time of war, right? Like, okay, boom, like 
two major themes right there, like love, war, death. Um, Basically, the eternal recurrence, the like notion yes. that like we were we are always going to like devolve into these these conflicts. And, and as a World War II vet, which mostly was, I think like that was the vibe of the so-called is that the Lost Generation or the Silent Generation? I forget. Silent, probably. They don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah. Either way, dead, dead generation. They're all <laughs> basically. The idea, the idea that we're like. Do we know, legally have to refer to him as Baron Rivendare or whatever the fuck he is? <laughs> Sir Nicholas. Sir Nicholas. Mosley, the Baron third of Baron Rivendale. What is it? Baron Ravensdale, seventh baronet. Yeah, my man has a look like legit look, fucking title. Yeah, prestigious, prestigious pedigree. Um. So yeah, the the first little uh, like just for, thing. Uh, sorry, Matt is on the record now. Uh, having your father be a Nazi is prestigious pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Got him. Got him. Yeah, Sir Oswald Mosley was one of the big proponents of um, attrition with Hitler. Yeah. Um, prior to the war, which his son then fought. So, uh, it's just kind of an interesting dynamic there. Yeah, it, it is. It is. You know, to be to be fair. Nicholas Mosley wrote an entire book rebuking his father's existence, essentially. Uh, and they didn't talk for like 10 years or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him. That's anyway, sorry. Yeah, it's called Attempts at Truth or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that first bit, but I just wanted to make sure we didn't f- fly by it. It's just basically like wartime vibes right. and... and, it's a, it's and War's interconnectedness with love and hatred and all the cliff stuff that we were talking about. Leaving your beloved at the train station, etc. And then we go into Family Game, which I th- is... I think this was my favorite part of the book. It's definitely the, It's definitely one of the strangest. Like, yeah. Although... The way, the way perception is so disjointed as they're, like, playing this game in a, like, pitch black basement, like, made me feel disoriented. Although it's a weird... It's... Now I I've, now I have to take it back, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's, pedof- it's there's pedophilia. Because it's, it's a pedo... Uh, it's the pedo story. Fuck. Yeah, it's Gabe's, Gabe's favorite, favorite part of the pedo story. story <laughs> in the book okay, is the pedophile What's part? worse? Me being right, a little fashy or Gabe... <laughs> 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 can, can, can we... Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go back. Let's, uh, go, once again, uh, take that, flip it, and reverse it. <laughs> um, because uh, uh, make a fan. Yeah, <laughs> Gabe didn't say that. Uh, yeah, um, but okay. I, I, I but it yeah. is interesting. It it's, is like a weird, yeah, story. Because like, uh, basically, this uh, this dad is hanging out in his house, uh, and uh, his son brings over the man. His, the it's, it's the, the man. man. Yeah. The man, but the man potentially fictionalized within a short story that he wrote later. Later, um, and his uh, son brings home a girlfriend. They're like fifteen, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah. Uh, and I don't know who like initiates, but they're kind of bored, and the dad in tr- in trying to like be lively and kind of partially also as we alluded to to, to, to like to kind flirt of, like, with the the girlfriend. Yeah, have an excuse to sort of like, you know, hold court and like do something fun and sort of flirt. Never uh, mind. I hate. I hate this. this story. It's the worst <laughs> one, and the, I don't like it at all. Decides to play this weird game of <laughs> making it of worse. Hide and seek. <laughs> do they have? They have a name for it. 
uh yeah i forget what the what it's called but it's like a it's like i guess lights it's like on, a, lights off or something yeah, it's yeah. A, i guess it's like a traditional game that they play in their family which is just it's basically just hide and seek in a dark creepy basement yeah but everyone's out in a in in the room right and i forget like the point of it but the point for the for the man is just to um kind of flirt with this his son's girlfriend speaking of okay yeah uh this is just a very i'm i'm just gonna i guess trigger trigger warning for pedophilia because it is pretty uh there's a couple lines really like really early on that uh are were, were are jarring but right so he says um let's see where should i start and this uh, girl is described like the man who potentially wrote the stories mistress mistress later also. on in life right exactly sort um, of cl- she's constantly referred to as like looking like cleopatra with like raven black hair and the ability to make her eyes go liquid right and this is th- this is like one of the recurring there's so many recurring like terms and ideas throughout the book right like this referencing re- referring to people as cleopatra this idea of, of solving the population problem which i wondered if i wondered if that was Big a ref- i wondered if that was a reference to his father or something in some way um but anyway there's this there's this line right he's talking with to, to his kids at, at the dinner table before they play the game or something right and he says my wife disapproves of these jokes she thinks i am flirting with my children i am <laughs> That's the that's the whole fucking line. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this first story and then the second one just immediately like set the tone for me for the guy's characterization. Just like mm-hmm. find kind of extremely cold emotion. He just seemed like a cold, emotionless kind of de- not even depressing, just like almost robotic functioning human being that. Um, was just like succumbing to his own impulses that he learned from Freud. <laughs> and you have to wonder, uh, I mean, uh, you have to wonder if there's like a PTSD element or something, right? Cause this, the guy, cause the man is also a war veteran in the story and like Mosley himself was. There's also this part on page 16, which just says our house is on four levels upstairs, the bedrooms and the rooms where my wife and I work downstairs where the children play in the parliaments of the world, the attic where our dressing up clothes and my old army equipment and the cellar, wherein cases falling apart at the seams are my memories and old love letters. The symbolism is obvious. So he like is also like cheekily, right. I don't know, like not. He he is both um, using a lot of like sort of tortured metaphor and language to to get across something that seems bigger than he's capable of expressing in words, and then also he's like, yeah, just it's obvious, like or I don't know, he's like, yeah. Um, Everything, Forget it, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but anyway, so right, the rest of the story is they play this game. The guy, you know, has like a Lolita moment where the like girl winds up standing next to him in the darkness in the basement and like they hold hands, I think. And yeah, she um, seeks him out. Yeah. Well, OK, right. Not not that that matters. Right. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, right. And then someone is like flicking the lights on and off, right? Um, and they don't know who. And he's caught and he's worried that his son is gonna be mad because he's next to his girlfriend. And then the light goes off again and it won't turn on. And like, it, I think the bulb bursts or something. And then the girl touches a live wire and like then maybe dies. And that's kind yeah. of that's kind of the story. Yeah, like right? someone had pulled the uh, light bulb out of the fixture right, right. and she went to go like 
I don't know, fiddle with it. And and then she's just kind of uh, unconscious, laying on the ground, and the man is, like, giving her CPR. And is, like, kind of excited down. about kissing her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then it's kind of unclear whether or not she lives or dies. Right. So and what do you think of this? And the, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite. It's your favorite. This is a great, yeah, favorite scenario. Uh, I don't was, know. To me, it just kind of, it, it just, I don't know. It, it, it was clearly not cool. <laughs> what, and stepping into this guy's head, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Um, even the way, I mean, regardless of the pedophilic situation, him even like, referencing his kids and his wife it just sets the tone for how his mind operates in yeah. this first story and it's just like there's a there's a big distance and there's um it, it just came across as like an inhuman character to me pretty quickly but, yeah i agree um, but mosley is also cr- basically I, I think he's trying to explore these kind of um inhuman moments that we are all kind of capable of possessing. Um, but it is certainly dark and uh, difficult to read at some points, especially in the, in the first story. I think I mean, it all, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's good. It all seems pretty like symbolist or symbolism laden. Like he's in a bad marriage. That's, you get that also pretty quickly, you know, sort of like kind of stifling stale, which Mosley also probably was when he wrote this. He was divorced like six years after this or something, right? Yeah, they were probably uh, on the slow decline uh, right. at the point of writing this. Um, so I don't know. It's like y- y- you got the house metaphor, which he just straight up acknowledges is one or this, a symbol. And then you've got this bizarre dynamic with his kids who are kind of like the next iteration of people. Um, but he's also got this bizarre need to like be recognized and even loved in like potentially inappropriate ways You're by right, them, right, right. and he enjoys that element of it because like it uh, confers on him this uh, maybe relevance or like new set of feeling like he's alive or, or you know what I mean like yeah uh, yeah of course a bit of their youth, and then he ends up through his kind of like silly obliques oblique ways of trying to interact with his son's girlfriend who which he knows is an inappropriate thing and he's doing under like the kind of false pretenses maybe of like saving his son from heartache uh because he's the wiser experienced cynical person Mm -hmm. he ends up killing maybe the girl right and uh you know that girl representing a kind of i don't know it again seems kind of like obvious like just sort of feminine blank like just this uh yes attractive unknown entity who's also orphaned and so i think that's the other thing like she's also kind of seeking a family and that might have more been her uh her motivation for kind of seeking his attention in ways that he read as inappropriate and she maybe have just been looking for a father figure right yeah i think this that that figure of the the blank feminine uh or like the 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 feminine as the black box is one that runs really uh pretty strongly through the book um until is, i guess and, is... i guess until we get to the final story which is from the from the perspective of the mistress yeah but even then you know is um is that term a freudian term what I just 
made that up. The I don't black, know. The black box of a woman. No, uh, no, no. I mean, uh, of course, of course, um, Lacan famously said, like, uh, I forget the exact wording, but like, the, there, there's no such thing as woman or something like that, or like, well, the feminine doesn't <laughs> exist, right? Oh, cool. um, yeah, which is yeah, where, yeah even him. even better, yeah. I mean, the the I think Magister a huge Freud, drag of his vape. Freud is mentioned, French, right? In this, I, I'm trying to remember. Not by name. No, I, I don't think. For, but there's a oh, lot right. of um, Nietzsche's named. There's a lot. Yeah, Nietzsche's named, and um, maybe a couple, maybe a couple other people. Well, but I think I just like subconsciously. It's clearly a lot of. Uh, you know, subconsciously Freud what stuff. Freud? <laughs> 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 but uh, I, you know, even though I went to art school, I wrote a paper in a liberal arts class about uh, Freudian um, Madonna horror complex. Oh yeah, okay. Which is, you know, very evident and clear throughout this this book. I mean, clearly just a mit- mistress and then having like the Madonna mother. It's it's uh, it's a little. I, I'm just gonna. We're already at 35 minutes, and I'm I'm just so I'm just gonna start playing down my hand a little bit here. It's pretty fucking psychobabbly in a not a good way, in my opinion. It's it's a it's a little goofy, uh, and and kind of surface level psychobabble through in a lot of these stories, in my opinion. Yeah, my yeah. my my way of of saying something I think similar to what Gabe would just said is, uh, it just felt so British. It just felt yeah. so like keep calm, carry on, kind of quiet desperation. Yeah, like mm. emotional stoicism post-war like just like the when prince charles just, is a pedophile jeffrey epstein yeah he's not sweating when he <laughs> and he doesn't sweat and that's a big right. part of being british yeah, uh yeah. jimmy seville uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know just like uh that's what felt stifling to me was that it felt very like trapped in king charles now yeah right yeah yeah it's fucking unfortunately uh pedo king the pedo king <laughs> Sir Pedo of the Third. Watch, we get uh, we get an email from MI6 or some shit. Yeah, James Bond. James Bond's gonna put a bullet in your head. What if the first thing he did as king was uh, pardon the uh, Jeffrey Epstein? (laughs) No, the subway. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the British monarch can pardon. Can they? Is that a thing? Especially not American citizens. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it was a joke. All right, all right, all right. We're, I know. We're, we, I know. Okay. Um, story. Oh, story. I thought you were serious that he was going to pardon Jared. <laughs> all right, all right. Story number two. Um, oh, I, I do want to flag the uh, the little interst- interstitial bit on this one because I thought it was interesting. This one is about again, like. Nietzsche, death of God. This one is not about the death of God, but about God assuming a fake identity and going on vacation in the Argentine. Right? I liked this. I um, liked this one. Yeah, I like this. Was this one was pretty good? This little. He, it's like God getting plastic surgery and, and then like, on like the wearing run. sunglasses on the beach in the Argentine. Right, Hitler. Yeah, uh, and like no, literally keep trying. To, yeah, people keep trying to like lynch and burn him, and he keeps. Slipping away with effigies of himself and they never actually get the job done. Yeah. So I thought this was it. Again, the Nietzsche reference, right? Um, Okay. Next one. A morning in the life of intelligent people. I didn't like this one that much at all. I didn't like it and the title set it up very badly. Like, again, I don't. It's very cliff. It's very. 
it's very marriage story. It's very uh, yeah. It's just about people yelling at each other and and then try and like the power plays that you do in front of your kids and who like you know the overthinking of like oh if I use this tone she'll feel extra bad and if 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 I stay in bed longer than her then she'll be extra mad for this reason and all that you know it's one of those kind of things which is at this point is yeah. I just I just find super eye rolling. It's True, not. Yeah, I like, mean, it's not. Uh, uh, to me, that kind of story doesn't have to be like totally eye rolly. Like it makes me think. I mean, you love. I you love Adam Driver. Yeah, true. And um, I love that book. I know you guys didn't love it. Love it, but you, I mean, it's Simenon, which one? So he, he, the cat. Oh, oh, the cat. Oh, oh, the cat. Yeah. But that book's about really old people, which is a different vibe. Yeah, but what if Simonin Simonin wrote wrote a? Uh, he could have done a better job. Yeah, I was gonna say he w- he wouldn't because this was not as good. Yeah. I mean this I guess this is something that is eternally relevant, but I also was just like it's the Lockhorns basically. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's it was it did make me sad, I suppose. Like I know people do have lives like this and you want to yeah. avoid this kind of thing. But yeah, it's And it, most it, of us have probably been in a relationship that got to this point at, for at least a little while, right? Yes. Yeah, but but you know, Maybe as you said than some other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically yeah people like turning their household and their sex life and their kids into sort of tactic tactics in a battle. Well, well, yeah. Love and war. Okay, we got it. We got the thing. Yep. All right, next yep. story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get this. Like, get this done. I want to play Overwatch too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm trying to get as many in as we can before we have to cut off for yeah, the uh, okay. for the so pa- for the one. for the patrons. I mean, unless there's unless there's something else that someone really wants to say about this. Oh, actually, okay. So this is interesting because this is the only time I. Okay, now we're actually do we actually do have to stick on it for a minute? Because yeah. this is the one where there's a name given, a last name at least, the Mostins, M O S T Y N. So we learn their the man and his wife's last name in this story. So that's notable. Well, but I do wonder in, if um, again it's a second. It. Huh? Which one are you talking about? The hummingbird or the one? No, no, no. The uh, the one we were just talking about that I. Oh, the, okay. The, I thought yeah. I thought we'd move on. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but I yeah. But yeah, again, no, they no, could no. be they could be if the fictional representations of the man's actual e- life. Yes, I mean, I guess There's I no guess real I guess the, we're out of his short story collection yet. Right. I guess the whole thing could be written by the man. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because at some point, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it gets tricky. It's like at some point, he's referencing. His wife at the in the sea is referencing that she had read the family game and didn't like it. <laughs> oh <laughs> right, 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 right. Yep. So this could be another one of those things. Or it could and be, then, or maybe it's maybe maybe it was all written by the guy at the bar. True. Who was who, also who had he was who, writing about Nietzsche. Right. No, the, the guy at the bar. Bits. The guy at the bar is the guy at the bar writing about Nietzsche, or is the guy at the bar writing about who's writing about Roman history? <laughs> I thought he was writing about both. I thought he was writing about both those things. No, isn't the guy at the bar just writing a novel? The man He's is the, ma- the man. The man's writing about Nietzsche, right. and and I think Roman history. Okay. And then the, the guy the is, is just writing fiction. Yeah. But about love. He's about, writing yeah, about love. Right. Exactly. Which which could be that the man at the bar wrote this whole book. Mm. True. Could, right, yes. could be because maybe and the man at the bar, Nicholas, because man, maybe the man at the bar also wrote or also read the 
family game story and then wrote a fictionalized account from the mistress's perspective about also reading the family game story and not liking it. But does that mean he stole and plagiarized completely the other guy's full story for the first story? Oh, fuck. True. <laughs> I think yeah. we should Damn it. I, I just fucking accepted myself. It's impossible. It's an impossible It's an impossible object. object. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, that is something we did during Halo. It's not possible. Not possible. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. Next story. Hummingbird. All right. A hummingbird. And it's called hummingbird because the the man is this the one where the the wife almost gets raped um is that, I, is one? she claims to be made uncomfortable and kind of a and little like bit grabbed at groped by, kind of yeah by a a, a strange uh, person where are they they're, they're, in, they're in south africa, south africa or Af- or, no i think they're in north africa like north um, africa because i did look up this place tamanet and i don't think it's real um but my impression is that they were in like because I mean, you know all you know all these like these white European phil- philosophical people like they love North Africa like it's Camus and Derrida they love Algeria and Algiers right. and fucking <laughs> all that shit so I was interpreting it as North Africa. Yeah, that could be true, and there's and there's Arabs, so it seems it would point more right. towards something like Algiers or something like right. that. Right. Yeah, and it's the first story with Morocco. some instances. Oh, I think it's in Morocco. I think it actually is in Morocco. I Morocco. think. Yeah, I think. Are they on? Right. Are they on vacation? Yeah. Yeah. And and th- and we actually come back to this and see it from the mistress's perspective in the final story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So they're on a kind of shitty vacation, where they're also trying to salvage something, right? They're they're trying to get the spark back. Yes. But uh, it's like a mountain goat song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I again, you guys are gonna have to refresh my memory slightly because. Um, there had well, been a big earthquake in some town nearby, and, and the they want. And like, he wants to go see it because he thinks it'll like inspire his writing somehow. And his wife's like, "I don't want to see a fucking ruins of a destroyed place. Yeah, I'm gonna chill here." Mm-hmm. And then he also and has then, a fleeting thought of like, "Maybe I'll cheat while yes, I'm out there as well," right. which is also a recurring thing. Yeah, like uh, when yeah. Well, um, was he planning on cheating on both the woman and the mistress though? Was that was that what was going on? Yeah, because the the woman is not there at all. The woman's not even in Morocco. Oh, so it's the mistress who gets. He's just taking there. a trip with his mistress. Okay, yeah. and right. and his I'm kids. Confused. Yeah, like because he, he, he's like because he, yeah. No, it's easy to get. It is. It is easy. And to I get. sometimes I forget that like a, a mistress is such like an old fashioned term, whereas like almost an an accepted. Uh, person in your life when you're like separated from your wife it's right like, uh, it's a weird it's a weird thing so he's no no, no you guys are wrong he's with his wife oh am i that's so what I'm, I thought. wait i'm tripping wait what you're tripping, tripping dude he's with his wife so the pers- the last story is from the perspective of the wife of the no, mistress the mis- who he's now so with. that's why yeah and that's why i thought there was two different instances of wait like, what almost groping yeah this in this story is with his wife i was right so there's Ten two. So there's back. two different instances of the of the like groping. No, uh, this with is two different. No, um, no. Uh, quote no. unquote Arab people. No, that, I don't think so. It's either that or it's or it's the thing I was describing where at some point somebody swaps. Where does it say he's has, with his wife? It just says, "My wife usually wants to find somewhere." Blah blah blah. My wife does not like me driving fast. 
Yeah, so we've been that does, that for does, 18 years. That doesn't mean he's not there with his that he could just be saying facts about his wife. Maybe this goes well with the um perspective right? that Oh, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was Matt's on holiday right. with my wife traveling in a yeah, small yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, my wife said, "Okay, you're right. You're right." Well, so does he marry the mistress eventually then? Not if I don't think officially. I think I think they're testing out what it would be like, like to be a family. Right, because she's got her one daughter, he's got his three sons, and they have a new kid. Okay, end. so this is not the wife. This is the mistress potentially in the role of new wife. In this in story? In this story, I think it's the wife wife. I think it's the wife. What? <laughs> they're trying to vibe, but they're... They, because this in this one, they have the friction that's not with the mistress. Like, the, in this one, he knows so much about her already, and he's complaining constantly. Yeah, he's I like, guess... like, oh, my wife fucking gets car sick if I try and do cool off-roading <laughs> trips to, like... <laughs> like, sick. <laughs> Yeah, my wife doesn't like to like get uncomfortable. She likes to settle. I'm more of a roving kind of cool guy. Like, you know, I want to see the ruins. She's kind of trying to like post up on the beach. Like, he's th- he's done with. He's like bored with her. He's like, wait fucking. a minute. But then the last story has to be from the perspective of the wife because it's the same thing. No, he just takes that mistress back to the same spot that he, I guess, had been going to. And before. she also gets groped. Yeah, she doesn't get groped because... the, in the sea. She doesn't get groped, dude. Oh, am I making yeah, she that? Yes, she does, dude. No, she does, dude. No, she does not. Dude. She's no, like she sitting does. at a bench with her baby, and this guy, like, is eyeing her. Yeah, he's kind uh, of when she's breastfeeding. Her to, like, when she's breastfeeding. Oh, tr- oh tr- is that yeah. that part? Yes, 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 dude. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Damn, what a mess this episode I'm, is. No, well, yeah, the, we no, no, no. The, no, the book is messy. That's the whole thing. Is like, the book is not in a... Not, not, I'm not even saying that comment in a bad way. Like, the book is... is and maybe this gets to your point earlier, Matt, where some of it is impossible, right? Yeah, I think there's uh, some where it kind actually of contradiction is here. Yeah. Or maybe that same guy is just, he's just been waiting. Yeah, maybe he's that maybe it's just, out, that's true. Yeah, like bring other be. pretty girls to it that could, area. Yeah it, yeah, it could be two well, separate instances. It, it could be two separate instances. Like, instances. Uh, like lurking about, uh, uh, outside the hotel and lurking under a tree. For yeah, a while. so maybe it is two yeah, separate so. instances. Um, so it's anti-Islamist as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, I'm sure because of what you've t- said about Mosley kind of not defending his father and writing a novel about his dad, I'm sure he had some sort of point to make by making both of these perpetrators Arabs. I guess. I guess too. I, I think know. it's just like this foreign other that is yeah. supposed to that 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 feeling is supposed to be heightened in ways that are problematic now. Of course, right. Where the he's just basically like I, the point I got from this was that like they're already kind of you know the 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 relationships on the rocks and uh he's like maybe I'll like fuck a whore in mm-hmm. the town I'm going to drive to on my own. He when doesn't. I see when I see this cool uh, indigenous practice uh, in this little town, yeah, I'm gonna go see. I'm, I'm gonna soak in the culture of just yeah, like belly dancing or uh, something. Yeah, right, right, right. It, yeah, and it is reductive in, in in that way. It's like very clear. And like like we were talking about earlier, Matt Mosley's mother was like one of the one of the like last. Uh, let j- me find. Like, yeah, find this references because she was one of the. You know, she was like a big British official in India, right? When it was, yeah, his lady Cynthia Mosley, daughter of the first Marquess Curzon of Kettleston, 
viceroy of India. Yeah. And later, at the time of Nicholas's birth, foreign secretary. Right. So, surely... How more, how more, how more much more imperialist British woman could you be? You, zero. That is literally the most. You fucking did it, Apex. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's as much as you get. Um, you did it. <laughs> but so... He doesn't end up fucking anybody, and he comes back, mm-hmm. and his wife is depressed looking when he gets back. Yeah. And then she kind of breaks down and is like, I had an incident with a man here, and they kind of dance around, did she get raped? Was there an actual right. sexual assault that like right. went f- fully to that like kind of violent crime? And then it sort of, she it's like pulling teeth, but eventually she's like, he, he, he kind of like kept talking to me, and then he made like a pass at me. Um, so it's like, and he was also potentially like a police officer or something, or like the police chief. Or yeah, something I think he, well. he, I think he was. Yeah. yeah. And so the, you know, the man kind of just gets, I guess he just gets kind of emasculated. Like he just gets cucked. Like he's like, do you want me to? Yeah, it's, just, it's a Do you want me to like beat sure. him up or kill him? <laughs> like he's like, what? Do you want me to yeah. do something? And, and he then, can't and then they just anger. go, they just go and meet him, and they, they shake hands, and the guys like have a nice vacation. Yeah. yeah, and they end up like kind of he ends up being friendly. Yeah, with the dude, and it just sort of ends in this like mutual disgust with each other. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But there, there's some some sort of thing Mosley was trying to do because during their discussion, uh, the wife, like he says, like, was it that fat cop that we passed before? And she said something like, "Of course not." It's the and yeah. It's the cl- it's very it's super toxic, and it's like. It's very toxic. It's, it's I think Mosley's kind of hinting that, like, well, I mean, there's there's this theme too. I think within this story, because then there's also says, a line. There's also a line I think where he's asking her if, like, talking about whether or not it happened, right? Whether or not she was actually, you know, raped, and he's like, he's he, he's like, well, at least she doesn't love him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm like, Jesus, this is toxic as fuck. Well, it's toxic too because I think it was actually in the italicized beginning and and also within this story about um, he says something like violence doesn't happen unless you want it to. Yes, so he's that, is, that happens like, a couple he's just times. Blatantly saying like, and he says there's no love without power in this story. Also, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just basically him saying she was asking for it. There's such a bizarre exchange <laughs> that I kind of did like because it was like. Again, so British, like, he describes how he can deal with anything except her making it ridiculous. Right. Like, oh, please, don't, simply don't make it ridiculous, though. I simply cannot <laughs> tolerate that. Like, uh, and he's just like, yeah, we were, ch- did you do the whole thing? She's like, no. It's like, what do you talk about? We just talked about Mohammedanism. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Mohammedanism. And she's like... Yeah, he asked me if I would have tea with him at his house the next day, but I said no. <laughs> and then she, he says, was this before or after he assaulted you? And she said, oh, I knew you'd be angry. Yeah. I don't know. There's just. I wish so I would have read this book in an English accent because I didn't. I, think I, I didn't either, and that feels like a mistake now. <laughs> yeah. In an English accent? Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. The whole time yeah. I was like, you simply mustn't make this ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right. How much time we got? I gotta move on. Uh, yeah, no, we 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 gotta end actually oh uh, God, in, yeah. in a in a in a minute here. I've 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 been trying to look for a, a representative passage um, to kind of justify the the score I'm about to give this book. 
Um, and because uh, we haven't we haven't like we've read a little bit here, but you I know. got something that just says I caught sight of myself in a mirror and I was like a dinosaur by a lake of ibises. Yeah, thanks. OK, that's a good example because. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it for my soapbox when I actually have to score the thing. Um, I'm excited for that. So let's. You want to dip into maybe the next one and then we can just sort of. Yeah, let's fail when we need to do time. Yeah, that's fine. So this is the public house story, um, which is from the perspective of a the third party who views the man and his mistress um, in a pub meeting surreptitiously over the course of, you know, a few months at least, I think. Right. Um, oh, wow. Page 91. Literally impossible is nothing. Just because it's impossible doesn't mean you stop trying. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thesis. Nike. We Nike. weren't wrong. That's the Nike, the Adidas thesis Nike is the Adidas. thesis of the book. The, wait, 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 wait. I have a great, uh, it's not, it's not the Adidas thesis. It's the Adidas. The Adidas. Adidas. Okay. Okay. New coinage, neologism yeah, by yeah. by Gabe. By Gabe, just right now, twenty twenty two. Um. Yeah, we can go a little long today because we're just getting to halfway. So. Yeah, let's at least. So get let's halfway. at least get through public house. Um. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about this one a little bit already. It's told from a perspective of a a, a third party who is observing these two people, and this is someone who is independently sort of in, uh, interested in and working on a text on about love. Um, I, I did like this one as well. Yeah. Okay. What did you like about this one? Well, in a, superficially, just I like to like have beer at bars on my True. own. True. Just people you, watch. I do love to have beers at beer I've seen bars. You do that. <laughs> well, I and then just people watch. That. Just people watching. Well, I caught. Remember that one time I was at that bar, and then you creepy came in with like a hoodie. And you were like, yeah, I was planning to sit in the corner and read. Ew, with a hoodie? That's creepy, dude. I'm not cre- Don't throw these aspersions <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. I'm not doing anything. No, it's just people watching. The number one. No, one I'm messing Number with you. one joys of human beings. Yeah, I love people watching. My favorite thing, I'll just out myself. My favorite thing is watching people fight in public. So this story actually also resonated with me. I love when people get into fights in public. Yeah, like fist fights or like no, 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 like uh, like uh, you know people who are no, like people who are in romantic like romantically involved like couple fights. That's yeah. like the, I think it's the funniest thing in the world. I, it's I have a funny. Say. I'll tell on the Patreon, but yeah. I have a good. I have a good one. I, I love watching couples fight in public. It's 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 perverse, I guess, but yes, it's not good, but it's it, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Um. Okay. So what 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 did you like about this story so much, Matt? Besides the superficial. I mean, I guess it doesn't go super beyond the superficial. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's just a it was like a well rendered, th- you know, third person perspective of said a, a couple fight, yeah. and just like yeah. what that perspective would feel like, and like kind of the the emotional trajectory this man went on after seeing them over the course of what seemed like a pretty long time, like months month, at maybe? least yeah uh, well i think months. it might be because then he's he, there's like a period of time where he's like they don't they hadn't come in for like weeks right and then they come back later yeah so this dude is just a bar fly yeah he's, a, he's just vibing at this bar um yeah. 
And he's the one who's writing about love. This is the guy we were talking about before who's like But he's also he, but this is he's, he has a theory he's trying to he's trying to pin on this couple. Like he sees in this couple some potential proof of a notion of love that he yes. has. Well, so, okay, so here's what he says, right? This is part of what he says. And this actually um this actually gets back to Paul's point earlier about the Freudian and Freud is mentioned by the way I found it earlier in the book there's See, a reference to Freud I'm right again 10 Paul was right yeah Paul, no Paul's yeah. actually Paul's pretty much been right about everything so far tonight so yeah, Paul, I, clearly Paul understood this book better than either of the two of us um, I'm a dunce yeah yeah but anyway so well, actually Matt you finished it a long time ago too yeah but here's the other confusing thing because there's someone who's writing about Rome and but this guy is talking about the Etruscans and Rome and like he also this is this is a weird metatextual thing right because this is from the perspective of supposedly a third party but he also just by happenstance apparently refers to the mistress woman as Cleopatra which right. is the same thing that the man refers to I think both the mistress and the young girl in the first story as um, so who knows what the fuck to make of that. Um, but anyway, so this is what the, the guy at the bar says he's writing. I was working at the time on a historical book on the relationship between men and women, right? So this is his subject. Historical, so right. that's why maybe what, Rome. The Rome thing. What interested me was, and this gets back to Paul's earlier point about the like Madonna whore complex kind of, right? The Freudian thing. What interested me was man's view of woman as either goddess or mother or prostitute and woman's acceptance of these roles for the sake of her identity. I was studying in particular Christian attitudes at the time of the Crusades and contrasting these with the attitudes in classical Greece and Rome. So I guess this is the fucking guy who's writing about Rome. Uh, and, and the, and like the prior italic short story was had something to do with the Crusades. And yes. Like, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I did agree that this was a good, this was a good sort of, um, like it, it, ca it captured, it captured well the experience of watching a, a couple kind of in a tense conversation out at a bar, which, which is a, which is a vibe, you know? Yeah. And, and the, also the a right voyeuristic element, which is yes, kind of Freudian. Right. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. No, 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 no. I think that's a hundred percent legit. True. Yeah. 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 Well, and right after, in the paragraph right after what you read, it, I'll just read that, because this, again, feels like another one of these um, loaded with the theme kind of chunks, where it's just like, when the man and the girl came in, into the pub, they would have met out of doors and come in holding onto one another. There were not only the ordinary manifestations of love, the clasped hands, smiles, the gazing at, on one another like hypnotists, but a further dimension as if they were actors trying to make reality more real than it might be. They seemed to want to prove that love was real by demonstration, an existentialist proposition, and yet they were oblivious of the people around. I had remarked in my work how romantic love seemed to have withered as a result of self-consciousness. The couple seemed not to be unaware of this, but to avoid it. Mm. It was as if they were constructing or honoring something called love, which was separate from themselves, as if they were artists. And I, I think that's just like exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is an artist attempting to encapsulate all of what he just described. Yeah. No, I think that's right. Um, it's interesting because also at the end of this story, as we referenced earlier already, the guy at the bar meets them again later at the beach. But this and, and the scene, I, I, I guess I won't. Well, I'll just give spoilers at the in the last story. Well, whatever. Maybe I won't give spoilers. But 
this is where the this is where the impossibility that your thesis, Matt, starts to click for me a little bit again. And maybe Paul, who understands this more clearly, can explain this to me. <laughs> but at the end of this story, he sees them at the beach, and he sees a similar scene to the one that's described in the final story, with them out in the the waves with a young child, and the 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 the, the barman is like, holy shit, those waves are too high, it's dangerous, like, he's, the kid's gonna fall, like, but but yeah. in this version of the story, they're not in a boat, like in the final one, the the man just has the, the young child on his back, right? And so, it's well, it like... it could just be before. I guess it, it could just be before, yeah, okay. But it's, again, the eternal recurrence, right? The Nietzschean, the, the themes come back, the images come back, and, and all that. Um, and in this case, it's it's like... It's in the perspective of the artist, so it's like uh, iterated, right, in a way through a different perspective and then narrativized, which is I, another big part I think of the book is like how much, like you, like the, like you were describing the couples kind of like performing a notion of love and kind of faking it till you make it, being aware of self awareness and all that bullshit, um, right, leading to these kind of just flights of fancy in your mind that have nothing to do with reality but that somehow inform it right mm-hmm. yeah not even like totally faking it to it they I don't, I don't even know if they have a desire to even make it it's just like faking it to <laughs> fake it yeah there's lots of talk of like doom and just like there's just like fucking death on the edges because we're sex right now yes right well, <laughs> well, well, that, well that's the other that's one of the other themes that emerges right like there's this notion of Mosley makes this distinction or the narrator or, or the man or whoever, they make this distinction between, you know, love, which is in his mind, like sort of only intelligible retrospectively, right? When you're not. And even the man in the pub says something to the effect. I had it a second ago. Let me find it. He says, love is impossible for people in it, but not for the stranger. Right. And the 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 man and the and various narrators distinguish between like love which is like a sort of retrospective remembering and the thing that you experience in the moment which he refers to as ecstasy right so and like so a verb and a noun something like that right um but there's this distinction that's drawn um anyway that's the so that's, pu- that's the that's pub like story we, we got to the middle we got to the full we got point. We, we got to the halfway point yep yeah um oh wait there is a name fuck i'm so stupid how did i forget this whose name the the mistress i think i think her name is hippolyta or is that just a is that just a metaphorical name he gives her or is that another person entirely i remember that name but was that not just a moniker from his own historical viewpoint it might be or is this a continuation is the next story the man or is it a continuation of the point of view of the guy from the pub? Because the guy in the pub says he's come to Rome to do research for a book. We're going to have to sort this out in the Patreon segment, y'all. Yeah. Um, clearly, we're bad readers and we didn't get this book at all. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think we, I think we I think we may have made a few points here this evening. Well, I mean, I this was fine. Hippo, <laughs> we did a fine Hippolyt- job. Well, Hippolyta, she had the, um, she was an Amazon, right? I don't know. That's the, that's my, that's what I'm saying. And she had like, a, there's something, there's something Amazonian. And, and again, just to like 
thread in the like she was of of a war tribe, so war and <laughs> that's the best I'm gonna do. She was the daughter of Ares in Greek mythology. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The next story, a journey into the mind. He he just names her Hip- Hippolyta. So I think that might be just like a pet name, right? Like Cleopatra. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, to just well, sh- to just show like like the mythic and historical quality of like her as an abstract concept. But what I don't know is who is the her and who is the narrator in this story, and we're gonna have to figure that out after the jump. Um, we're gonna figure everything out. In yeah, the Patreon, we're gonna so. sort it. We're gonna sort it, and we're gonna make mental maps and models. Yeah, and, and it'll um, just be the triangle that was at the beginning. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. that's what the structure is. Yeah, uh, and actually draw the M.C. Escher triangle. Yeah, hands and, drawing each other. And and <laughs> if you are interested in hearing us stumble through that process, you can hear the full episode by becoming a patron of the show at Patreon.com/slash/SpineCrackers. Uh, for as little as two dollars a month, you get all the full shows, access to the Discord, extra videos that we post there, um, with uh, you know, on occasion. And um, and just being a member of the lovely Spinecrackers community. I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter the other day. Apparently, we blew a tire out in someone's car because they said our episode went so hard. Damn. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He said Spinecrackers went so hard that I blew out a tire on my car on the way to work. So, damn. Hopefully, next time we'll make you flip that shit. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Yeah. We want you to live no, long. No, we want you to live long and happy and healthy <laughs> as we want for all of our viewers. Um, all right. Well, with that out of the way, are we doing this? <laughs> How do we do that? Hold on, though. Shut up, dude. You're, You're all Slytherins here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you are, Harry. Yeah, yeah. This is a bit of an awkward... Know. Anyway, for those of you new to the show, this is a segment uh, of the show where we put all the characters from the book we just read into their respective Harry Potter houses. And we like to call it, we literally just read another book, which gives us license, which gives us license to talk about Harry Potter. But also, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do with this segment. I don't know. We didn't talk about this beforehand. So here we are. Um, Anyway, Slytherin. I feel like we can only just do the we can only just do the man. Right? Yeah. It, well, can we do the mistress? We do get a story from her perspective. Yeah. Is that enough? I don't know. I don't know. It's so it's a weird story because I feel like there's so, there's such like a uh, an odd lacking of character of real characterization, which is so weird because it's all so introspective and like in the mind, but it's all this, like I said, psychobabble and like pseudo. The dialogue is also very weird, right? Because it's like the people are just clearly talking past each other like 100% of the time. Yeah. It kind of seems like AI conversations sometimes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mosley writing in weird metaphors. I don't know what to do. Everyone's a Slytherin. (laughs) Everyone's a Slytherin. Everyone's the whole family, even the boys and and the daughter. Yeah. Even the dead girl at the beginning. Yeah. Slytherin. Everyone's a squib, and uh, <laughs> because you know they can't actually exist in the make believe of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. that's I right. Mean, I could not imagine any of these characters doing magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you th- have to believe, if you think about it, love is magic, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Were any of these characters really in love, though? No, it's impossible. Apparently, it's an impossible object. Yeah, yeah but impossible is nothing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
it's, <laughs> he ran, it's you fell right into that one. Those I, uh, I, I off the backboard alley ooped you on that one. Yeah, <laughs> he got you in a fallacy. Yeah. Bro. All right. Well, okay. Uh, s- scratch, uh, <laughs> skip that segment uh, for this book. Did you guys have a word? Did you guys have a new word? I have a couple. I did. I have so, a word. Let me just really quick find it. All right. While they do that, so this is the um, kind of uh, another segment that we do, which is where we find a word from the book we just read that was new to us or um, that we had not encountered before or would just make a cool um, high scoring Scrabble word. Um, yep. And and that's it's the Scrabble Scrabble word segment. So there you go. Hit us with yours first. Okay, so mine, as I look up the definition that I should have looked up, mine is Nissen, Nissen, N I S S E N, and apparently it's a type of hut. Um, it's like one of those you ever see on like old timey. Um, like uh, airfields, the like uh, like corrugated iron, like curved, uh, like hangar type buildings. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not a hangar. Well, no, but it, yeah, it's it's more for like um bunk, like like housing and like bunking and stuff, right? Like it, okay. it, it was used in in World War Two for like housing for like camps, right? For like housing soldiers and stuff. Okay, so, Nissan, isn't that like Nissen, a type, it's a, Nissen like a Nissan Altima, like a type of car? Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm, it's, I'm cheating a little bit because it's Could a... Could they have it, stolen that word? I'm cheating a little <laughs> bit because I guess it's a proper noun. It was named after a guy whose last name was Nissan. So it's a it, it would not be allowed in Scrabble, but... It's fine. Um, you can you say Ferris wheel, and that's because after a guy. He mostly also tricked me because he didn't capitalize it in the book, and I think it's supposed to be capitalized because it's a guy's last name. So, um, this is da- why you really so didn't like it. Donkey Archive, get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Just Do you kidding. have another one or just that one? I, I have another one if that one doesn't count, but I want to. I, I don't want to take because me and Matt always say the same fucking word, so I don't yeah, want to take Matt's word. I was nervous, and I thought I was finally in the clear. Yeah, so go ahead. Mine is tri oh. trireme. Yeah, that that was that I, was my other that one. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, the I, first three way we have. All right. Well, <laughs> well no, really, yeah, this is this, <laughs> <laughs> save that for the Patreon. The only yeah. fans, so, yeah. Spicy. Well, that's a Matt and Paul tie right there. Yeah, but I said it first. Um <laughs> <laughs> so it is a ancient Greek or Roman war galley with three banks of oars. It's like a huge, huge warship, mm-hmm. um, tying it back into the Phoenicians and Greeks and Romans. Yeah, pretty cool. We that's all a, yeah, that's word. a good word. That's a good one. Um, all right. Well, that only leaves try one thing. Try try sex with all three of us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and try reading. And try reading. Yeah, yeah, give it give it a shot. More wholesomely. Okay. There's only one thing left to do, and that's to score this book up. Now, we're only halfway through. If you want to listen to the full justification, people, again, patreon.com slash spinecrackers. We love you. We would love to see you over there, have you as part of the community. We have a good time, and um, it would mean the world to us, and that's honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> scores. We yeah. Scores still. All right, scores. Um, dibs not first. Dibs not. Oh, beat you. I 100% beat you. He did. Are you kidding me? This is really weird because I'm not even lying. Don't. Oh, stop. I clearly stop. said it before you stop. on my screen. Dude, you're the Overwatch player who complains about lag. Stop, dude. You're bad at no, the game. I wish you're I had bad this at the game. You'd be like, wow, uninstall, uninstall, uninstall. You're bad. You're bad at the yeah. game. Uninstall. 
don't blame Ping for how you need to say you're trash, dude. You're, you're trash. I'm not at the blaming game. Pim. I'm just, I'm just saying this was my actual truthful personal experience about. Yeah, what yeah. Saying. I bet you thought you hit that shot too as Widowmaker. You're trash, dude. You're trash at the game. I don't play Widowmaker. I play <laughs> Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I think I'm gonna give this a three point one. I didn't absolutely hate it. I think that overall I wasn't in like, I just wasn't really receptive to it at this point in my life or something. It just, um, uh, it felt just like a very kind of strictly negative headspace, I guess, about viewing the world in a way that like maybe I have at some points in my life. And maybe I did actually connect with a lot of the different scenarios for sure. But it was just like, I didn't really feel like there was a like a solid heart or any hope to this in this uh collection of stories. I just felt um kind of bummed out by it. And that's not necessarily like a bad thing, but I I just think that um there there was a little bit too much too many direct references in a kind of a you know, I'm not like super familiar with Freud or Nietzsche, but I just felt like kind of forced, like he had, he had some knowledge of it himself and just wanted to interject it to like, kind of feel, I don't want to say like to kind of feel smart, but it just kind of gave me that, that kind of impression. Um, yeah, I just kind of, it felt like it was kind of hitting me over the head quite a bit. Um, and yeah, just like the negativity and like the, the coldness to it was just something I didn't really particularly enjoy reading at this moment. So 3.1, but it wasn't terrible. Um, all right, well, I'll go next cause it's Matt's pick. So he gets to go last. Um, yeah, I I'll echo Paul's last point about the, as I said earlier, psycho babble and like Nietzschean kind of like whatever it, it just, it felt a little bit. Yeah. Like, like done. It, it felt done. Like it was, it was done very, um, inartfully, to me uh there was a lot of it just kind of dropped in there um in ways that i felt were i think getting hit over the head with it is is pretty on the nose paul like it's it's in in, in, you know it it was just it was just like forced and awkward and inartful and i think you know we haven't talked a ton about the actual prose yet and i think mosley's prose for me is like very I experienced it as very like feast or famine every once in a while I would hit on a a paragraph or a set of lines or a metaphor that I thought was like just really brilliant. And then other times it reminded me of, and this is the the hot, hot take. It reminded me of discussion that we had about like luster or something like that, like millennial fiction where every paragraph is ended with like some off the wall out of nowhere metaphor metaphor. And then like, and I wanted to die. You know what I mean? It's like every yeah. other every other paragraph is like, yeah, and I and and we were sitting in the pub like two crows rolling around in a cotton field and it's raining blood and I wanted to die. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. there was it, it, that's a slight exa- I mean really that is really only a slight exaggeration for for like a lot of these paragraphs. Women women in, are witches trapped in trees and just Yeah, shit like shit that, like that right? Like, huh. Okay. Um uh, and, and and so I just I thought it was a little overwrought in places and, um, you know, not even getting into the because this is a, it's a whole separate conversation about like the sexism and, and whether like whether or not Mosley is trying to do a sort of like Lolita thing 
with like a, a, a very hateable, awful narrator um, or character. Uh, but I think given what we know about him and where he was at in his life at this point, I don't think it's a stretch to imagine that this is at least partially reflective of his own views. Um, and so I didn't like it that much. Uh, it's like a 2.3. I thought it was okay. Um, I, I thought it was, yeah, okay for those reasons. And it was, it was just... And another, like I said, with the philosophy stuff and the Freud and the Nietzsche and those those overwrought metaphors and pithy, I want to die, end of the paragraph, every other paragraph, uh, it just, it, I, I know it's a book that Cliff would love for those reasons, and uh, that's... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, that's, I, I thought about I hope it. This is the one episode that Cliff listens to. Yeah, me too. What's up, Cliff? Uh, uh, I would we, love Cliff to be on. No, me too. We'd have a, I think we'd have a great time. I think we would get along interpersonally, swimmingly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, 2.3 for me. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it the highest then. Uh, I'm giving it a 3.4. Um, I basically enjoyed reading it, but uh, I think both of your like arguments for what's what are the cons about it i do agree with like um for paul saying that it's kind of unrelentingly sad i think i I heard i watched this hour-long doc bbc documentary of uh fucking mosley talking about his life's work and in this one in particular he did say that like he had he had a positive takeaway but he said it was like hidden basically um, so that's just something he said. Ooh, you just you just won't get it. You just don't get it. You just get won't it. get it. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm just saying that's what I that's what he was saying is yeah. like uh it's not a negative thing, but I agree that like like I was saying with the just it felt very British. I feel like I was trapped in I was trapped in a uh, British person's head f- from a specific time and so it felt very dated in a lot of ways to me that were not positive and those are the things that Gabe was talking about like tortured metaphors and the uh, over-reliance on a kind of Nietzschean perspective, which, uh, you know, uh, it's 2022, so, like... But I, I think all these things were very, like, to, like, con- like contextually, like, on the rise and maybe fresh back then, right? Like, Nietzsche didn't rise to prominence until, like, the early 20th century, I don't think. He, I don't think he was taken very seriously earlier on. Um, and that kind of thing. So... Yeah, um, but I, I kind of liked his prose style a lot of the time. He definitely kept me, like, uh, disoriented in, in that sort of haze that Gabe was describing in a way that I, I, I kind of enjoyed. Um, and I, I kind of like his overall intellectual project that I think goes through as- apparently, like, his other works as well, which is basically just, like, I don't think he did it particularly effectively in this book, but... I just appreciate the idea that um, we're kind of constantly making shit up more than we are actually in, in, in engaging with reality and the ways in which that fucks us up or inadvertently kind of makes us also stumble upon improvements or like do something correct. And that's mostly the human experience is like either th- just completely imagining what reality is and just existing as though that were true and deluding yourself and then either doing right or horrific wrongs in that mind state and then maybe changing. But like, 
and, and that applying to love, I suppose. So I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm giving it a 3.4. Nice. What The other thing that I wanted to say, actually, that just occurred to me um, is that I actually wish the war stuff was played up more in the text because it's referenced a number of times and like it's supposed to be a very like important factor in this person's psychology. But it's like so whisperingly, vaguely hinted at throughout the whole text that it almost becomes like an like an afterthought. You know what I mean? Like and I, yeah. I, I almost wanted those connections to be drawn more strongly than they were between his views of sexuality and like the roles of men and women and, and all of this stuff and, and his experiences in the war. Like, I don't, I'm not saying we needed a whole chapter of like flashback or whatever, but like, I don't know. I thought thematically it was like something that, that seemed fruitful to me that Mosley didn't, he didn't fully go there in a way that I like kind of expected. Um, So that was also kind of a a bummer for me. I liked that. I I liked that. It was not, uh, I like that whisper. I thought it was more like background radiation. Yeah, maybe. Than, uh, than like something also that would also be walloped on the head, too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm just right in the middle with you. Maybe a bit more, but not have it overbearing. Like a direct obviously, connection. I wouldn't want it to be overbearing. Yeah. That's. Yeah. No, yeah. no one but would want that, that. I think that would have explained, like, helped me to um, establish more of a, a human connection with him if he had a stronger relation to his past and his trauma for his characterization yeah because yeah that was a big issue for me just like this is a strange person I yeah understand. I, I i would i would read more mosley but this was not it for me chief so that's it yeah i, I bought hopeful monsters off of this so nice i'm excited actually to read that you could put it on the list i would read more of him yeah i would for sure um all, all right everybody um thanks for listening and as i said if you want to hear the rest of the discussion patreon.com slash spinecrackers We'll see you there. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.